0: Welcome to St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Saratoga Springs, New York, where we are gathered by God to share the love of Jesus. Blessed Pentecost, today we celebrate that the Holy Spirit is with us. Here is this week's message from Pastor Adam Wiegand. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. I love it when little babies start to babble. (laughs) When they start to use their voice, this wonderful gift, and discover all the things and the noises that their mouths can make beyond the standard infant crying, it's great to hear them go, (laughs) As if they are completely understandable. Of course, you know nothing, but you speak back to them as if they are completely understandable, because that's what moms and dads do. So when we have babbling going on, it might sound unintelligible from there, but here's a beautiful thing. God is able to understand them because God reads the minds and reads the hearts and reads the souls even of little infants because he loves them so much. So they babble on and on and it is their kind of praise to God. When we think about babbling, however, as Jim read to us from Genesis chapter 11 before, that's the kind of babbling that we don't want. Right? What we have in infants is a babbling that is praise. In Babel, that place that became to be known out there on the plains of Shinar, that place was babbling for horrific purposes. It was to replace God. Just like I told the kids in the children's message, the whole intent of those people was to draw attention to themselves, was to find themselves at the center of the world. As they say in Germany, they wanted to be Herr ich, Mr. Who Am I, right? They wanted to be recognized for their greatness, so they built a citadel, a city with a wall that was a military installation. And they built a tower that was so high it was reaching up into the heavens. It's up to you, babble, babble is the idea here. They wanted to be recognized. And God read not their building project, but he read their hearts. Where they were constructing pride. Sinful pride. Where they were taking over what God what is God's rightful place. And so his strategy was not to destroy them, but to humble them. And I think he does that still today, where he takes a proud heart that thinks too highly of itself and then gives it things that will inspire us to think about God and his mercy and our need for it. God is involved, he's engaged, and the Holy Spirit, as he's poured out on the day of Pentecost, is a reminder of this. We do not have a remote God. We do not have a distant God that is uncaring, unfeeling, uninvolved. He is here, he's with us. In holy baptism, we are reminded that he's actually dwelling within us. That is the home of the Holy Spirit in his church today. We carry him around with us day by day, wherever we go, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, is right there along with us. And so we are invited to humble ourselves and babble no more. Because our temptation frequently is to babble pridefully before God. To heap up things, build a tower Of our accomplishments to build a tower of what we would look at and say look what I've done my pride look at my accomplishments maybe we hang them on our wall so that we can look at them and say look what I did or maybe we drive them into our garages and polish them with baby diapers (laughs) because they're so awesome or maybe it's in some numbers that we check from time to time on bank statements or if you want to go into the spiritual realm, maybe it's, "Look how frequently I've been here and worshiped God," or "Look how I've given to the church. Look where my name is engraved on a plaque," or, "Look at what I've served. I put all that rack around the front and back of the church this weekend. It's very easy to take service and turn it into pride and credit. And that's something that the tempter tempts us to do all the time. The Holy Spirit, however, as Jesus reminds us, is there to call to our remembrance all that Jesus did for us. You might remember last week during the Holy Gospel, sorry, video people, I'm moving over here to the font. (laughs) Last week during the Holy Gospel, I put out the candle, the Paschal candle, to remind us that the physical presence of Jesus was taken away from us where he ascended bodily up into heaven and we could see him no more as his feet disappeared up through the clouds. But today it's burning again. Why? Because by the work of the Holy Spirit, Christ is brought into our midst again. And not just the person and the memory of Christ, the humble work of Christ. Isn't this beautiful cross? with the birds of paradise and those carnations and the palms reminding us of the beauty of the salvation work that Jesus has done for us, in order to do that, Christ humbled himself. And he became obedient to the will of the Father. And he became, as St. Paul said, obedient to death, even death on a cross. But it was because of that humble obedience that God has hyper-exalted him and has given him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee would bow in heaven and on earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, God does have glory involved for us. He does have glory in store for us, but it's a later glory. It's something that will come to pass. It's something that we can expect. It's something that we can bank on. But it's also something for which we need to wait and something in which we need to humble ourselves now that later He may lift us up. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and He will lift you up. So say the Scriptures. And so part of this is to babble no more. To no more draw attention to ourselves and try and heap up things that God is going to have to take notice of, or that our fellow congregants are going to have to take notice of, or our neighbors or our coworkers have to take notice of. If God lays us low, lay low. It's going to be all right. If we're not all that we are meant to be or think we should be, don't worry. God's got good in store. Wait for the Lord. Take heart, be of good courage, wait for the Lord. But as you do so, we have another call. It's to babble no more. Remember, babbling is to draw attention to ourselves. Whereas Pentecost, which is the great Google Translate, or for the fans of the Hitchhiker's Guide, it's the babble fish, right? It's the great translator back from confusion into order. And I'm moving, video people, back to the middle. (laughs) So here I am back to the order that God wants. God said that as Christ was lifted up on the cross, he would draw all people to himself. And that's the work of Pentecost. Christ drawing people from all kinds of countries, all kinds of languages, all kinds of backgrounds to himself. We had the Parthians and the Medes and the Elamites and the Cappadocians and the residents of Mesopotamia and Phrygia and Pamphylia and all of those people. They were hearing them speak. The disciples speak about Christ and his resurrection in their own language. It was a miracle. It has never, in my understanding, happened again like that. It was a one-time thing to say that God wants to bring his message to everybody. Now, you may have ability in other languages, modern or ancient in this way, but that's not the languages that I think God wants us to speak anymore about. I think what he's asking us to do is to speak in the languages of our vocations and telling everybody about the great and glorious deeds of God, the great, merciful, compassionate deeds of Christ who died and rose in order to make us his own. Are any of you moms? I'm not. I know that there are more moms than people who have their hands up. You know what? You speak mom. And there are other people who speak mom who need to know the great and glorious deeds of the Lord. Pentecost is for you moms to tell other moms about the love of God that empowers you to be an awesome caretaker of your children. A loving, compassionate, merciful, wise presence for your children. Any of you speak geek? I know there there are geeks in this congregation. Geeks need God. (laughs) Geeks need to know that the Lord has put together physics. The Lord has put together electronics. The Lord has designed the systems that make everybody else go, ooh, wow. And God in that, in your vocation, your ability, your fluency in that language allows you to speak of the great and glorious deeds of God to those who understand it in those terms. Are any of you out there jocks? Uh, There are some, there you go, Karen, I, I was hoping you would raise your hand. You speak jock, don't you? You know the language. You know what it comes down to that people understand and what motivates and helps and inspires them. God gave us the gift of athleticism, of physicality, of the joy of movement, of being successful and fair play and all of these things. You can declare the wonderful deeds of God to people who speak that language. Do you see where I'm going? Do you speak nurse? Do you speak landscaper? Do you speak LGBT? Do you speak physician? Do you speak musician? Do you get the idea? You are given the ability to speak in languages that people understand. Their ways, their customs, their traditions. The great and glorious deeds of God who has called them out of darkness into his Marvelous life. And so I want you to think of your speech as babbling no more. In your vocation, use your words, use your wisdom, use your God given and long time honed abilities to make much of Jesus, who humbled himself not only for you, but for them and for the whole world around us. Pentecost reminds us. That God has a mission and? Oh, that was so weak. God has a mission and we are part of it. It's true. God has called you to be who you are. Just like he called those first disciples become apostles to proclaim the marvelous deeds of God, the great and glorious works of God. So in your daily vocations, whether it's in the home in the neighborhood, in the church, in the workplace, in the community around us. No matter where you are, babble no more. Speak clearly and translate for the world the God who loves them so much. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit who does empower you to do this. Amen. Please rise. Now, may the peace of God that passes all of our human understanding keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and in the speaking of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about St. Paul's Lutheran Church, please visit spa God's blessings to you. Go in peace and serve the Lord.